Welcome to the God Focus Podcast, a podcast designed for everyday people having everyday challenges. This topic, the first topic of our podcast is going to be about joy. And Awesome Angie is talking with Kevin, Robin, and MJ. She is talking about the different things that they're seeing in the topic of joy. Welcome in the conversation. At the end of the uh, program, you can go to God Focused podcast.com and you can sign up for prayer or sign up to partner with us. So enjoy the very first podcast with more coming. So having a discussion around joy is going to be interesting for you, Kev. No, not really. I mean, he's in heaven. I mean, he, he really felt like um, that without the illness, he would not have known God and without knowing God, then he would not have been saved. And if he wasn't saved, you know, then his, his eternal soul is, is lost. So, you know, he's, his, his position on it was, while I, I, I don't wish that, you know, this would have happened to me. He says, I'm thankful for it. And ultimately it did, you know, he, his, his goal, he says, I want to live because I want to serve God. He says, I, I want to live because I want to, you know, I want to do good works in his name. And, uh, you know, God obviously had a had a different plan for for his you know end time, but um, you know, I I don't I don't think uh, at all. I think it's exactly what we need to talk about today is joy, because the joy the joy is in it's in that's what my my uh, my scripture was. It was First Peter. Though you have not seen him, uh, it's First Peter eight through eight through ten. Though you have not seen him, you love him. Though you uh, now see, though you do not now see him, you believe in him. And you rejoice with joy in that is that is inexpressible and filled with glory, obtaining the outcome of your faith, the salvation of your souls. All right. That's so it's you know, it is it is tough. It's it's tough to to grieve, you know. I mean that's you you know, you grieve what you lose, but you have joy in what you gain. I picked out Romans fifteen thirteen. Okay. You know, may the God of hope fill you with all joy mm-hmm. and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. That hit me hard, guys, this week. It really did. So I just wanted to kind of throw that out there. And, um, you know, it's it's about what's within us. You know, we got we to gotta accept it and receive it. And you know, that, that he gives us, if we trust in him, that, 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 that trust in him, it's kind of like leaning on a chair. When you lean on a chair, you expect that chair to fall apart. You know, you're leaning on it. The same thing on God. When you're leaning on God, you're expect, you know, he's not going to fall apart. You know, you just need to reach out and do it. Right. Right. I was thinking and asking myself, is it only Christians who experience joy or um, do all human beings um, in spite of their beliefs or despite their beliefs experience joy? Does that make sense? Um, I wondered if it was only a gift from God to his children, um, to those who are true believers and followers of Christ because I think it's it's more than happiness. It's 
you know, the things <clears throat> we can derive a lot of happiness from the things in this world, you know, our family and our friends and, you know, we can be happy eating Ben and Jerry's ice cream. We could be happy on a, a jog. We could be happy watching a really inspiring movie. But I think joy goes even deeper than that. But I'm not sure. <laughs> I've just been thinking about it. Um, any thoughts on that? Well, so you're, you're trying to distinguish between joy and happiness. Yes. Right. So joy, according to Merriam-Webster, the emotion evoked by well-being, success, or good fortune, or by the prospect of possessing what one desires. Mm -hmm. And then in, um, it boldly says the word delight. I like the word delight associated with joy. And then uh, another definition would be the expression or exhibition of such emotion. That word, they're, they're equating it to gaiety. So delight, gaiety. And then another definition, it says a state of happiness um, or bliss. So delight, gaiety, bliss. So it says a state of happiness. So joy is a state of happiness, which, um, so happiness like it. would be like the overall category and mm. one expression of happiness. Does that? I like it. Sure. Did I hear Kevin agreeing? Yeah, no, I think that that makes sense. Excellent. Any thoughts um, on that, Robin, based on that? that definition well it, excuse me it, it rang true it rang true for me um it, it, <laughs> yes i agree but i want to share my verse yeah <laughs> my verses on joy yeah because like there's well romans 12 12 says rejoice rejoice in hope be patient in tribulation be constant in prayer. So in thinking of the definition you just read, and um, what's the flip side of it? Um, do we have to have tribulation to be happy and find joy? And for uh, believers in Christ, will we experience joy apart from praying for it? <laughs> I don't know if I'm complicating issues and simplify for me. No, that I that's a very valid, very valid question because what's interesting is how do we know we're experiencing joy if we've never experienced sadness? You know, because it is their opposites, if that's the right word. Or or you can think of a continuum, like you've got happiness as the as the continuum and then on joy on one end and sadness on the other and there's different gradations of your happiness based you know you can't really say well on the on the sad end isn't really happiness mm. that's not that that actually won't work we think <laughs> wait the continuum what did you say about sadness so if you're if if 
if happiness is a, a straight line, like a oh yes, joy on one end and, and sadness on the other, mm-hmm. you know, how do you know you're experiencing joy if you've never experienced sadness? Which I, I don't know if there's anyone on earth that's never experienced sadness. Right. Um, but it's interesting, the more sadness that you have in life, mm-hmm. the joyer joy seems to be it when you look at it that way, because you could focus in on the sadness and amplify that and everything's just more sad. And then, right. and then the word comes along and reminds you that, oh, hey, the joy in the Lord is your strength. And then you start focusing on this other side of joy. Like, okay, the sadness is still there, but because we're amplifying the joy, um, now you you can have a more of an appreciation for the joy because you know the sadness is there. And then, you know, you can quickly change your attitude and your focus either direction. Mm-hmm. Have you ever, has ever done that? Like the Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde thing where... You know, you could be like laughing and, and all excited and super happy and then just literally turn and just like, oh, it's so horrible. And like, you know, the emotions swing <laughs> and raising my hand. Yeah, it's um, it's real. You know, anyone have any? I can keep going on. Anybody have any thoughts based on that? Did I explain that enough? Because I could keep yeah. going. Yeah. It's, it's without without sadness. How do you know you're feeling joy? But yet, you know, anyone that's always walking in joy and always uplifted and positive, um, it's easy to start taking that for granted or forget when you don't have the negative to compare it to. Not that you need it, but it's almost amplified when you have it. Mm. If that makes sense. Yeah. Cab, do you have any thoughts? You know, I mean, it's certainly a contrast, joy and sadness. Uh, it certainly makes sense, you know, that, that you know, there's a spectrum of, of emotion along, you know, this idea of happiness. I think the thing that I, I think the thing that I'm kind of mulling over in my head is this idea of what, Kevin Robin was leading off with, with this idea of, you know, is joy a Christian thing? Well, so, you know, that opens up this idea of salvation. And uh, what does salvation do? You know, when you, when you think about, when you have, when you have an emotional reaction to salvation, what is that emotional reaction? You know, is it, is it joy? Is it, is it kind of more ho-hum, you know, uh, kind of like, yeah, thanks. You know, I'm glad I have that, you know, so I guess where my head's been kind of at in this conversation, it's been really thinking more about not necessarily the spectrum of happiness, which I agree with, but more in the lines of, you know, why are we joyful? You know, what are the things in our lives that we, that bring us joy and are those things, how permanent are those things, right? How reliable are those things? And then what happens if these things are taken away from you? Uh, you know, how do you, how do you respond to that? Uh, you know, so 
uh, you know, this idea of optimism and, and positivity, you know, this idea that, you know, you lose something important to you, you know, you, you have a setback, you have a struggle, but you, uh, so you fall, you know, you fall down the scale, you fall down the spectrum a little bit and then, but you pop back up, right? Positive, optimistic people, they'll pop right back up, you know, uh, so joy in the context of a same time is kind of what you were talking about, but joy in the context of a life lived, you know, a series of moments, a series of periods of time, a series of events, you know, a series of things that go on in your life. That is, that's a whole nother way of looking at joy. Uh, and, uh, and I think, I think you can, I think you can make the argument that joy is not a point in time, should not be evaluated at a point in time, but rather over a lifetime. One of the things I wanted to say is just, it seems like you can see joy um, in many different forms. Um, in fact, I'll give you three instances that I've seen joy in each of you. Um, you know, when I was around Robin around Christmas time, um, just when she starts singing, her songs and stuff like that, I could see the joy. And what's interesting about that is I started to get joy from her because of what she was singing. And I could see that was the thing. And Kevin walks around when he's doing household chores, he walks around with music and he's got music on his pocket and I could feel that joy coming off of him. And I, and I, I get some joy out of doing that and listening to that. And then Angie, she'll be sitting there doing absolutely, you know, she'll start singing some kind of la-la-la song. And, you know, I can feel the joy. And I can feel the joy through God, through the la-la-las. And, you know, that's what, you know, this whole thing has been meaning to me. Kevin, I love what you were saying about how, you know, there's joy in the moments, but then there's also joy across the spectrum of life. And Robin's question is, you know, do only Christians feel joy? I don't think so. But yet joy is a fruit of the spirit. So as Christians, those of us that have accepted Lord Jesus as our savior, he gave the Holy Spirit to us. He, the Holy Spirit lives within us and a fruit of that spirit is joy. But then it's us to up to us as Christians, as believers, as human beings to exercise and train that joy up in our life. That's where the, in my brain, that's where the spectrum comes in, where we've got the ups and downs of life, you know, because we're human. And as Christians, knowing that the joy is in us and it's up to us to train it and cultivate it now that's a different responsibility, I think, that a Christian has to understand that you have joy because you are a Christian. You have joy. Someone that's not a Christian, they've got a whole nother set of, and that could be a whole nother conversation. What, and maybe none of us here on this call can relate. Um, it'll be interesting to get into that. But for someone that's not a Christian, they don't have that foundation of knowing that Jesus is their well, savior. Go ahead. He was going to say right. something. That's why, that's why, that's why I was talking about over the court. So you win the lottery, 
perfect example. You win the lottery. Oh, I'm happy. Right. Then everyone comes and asks you for money. Everyone comes and, and disrupt your life. You know, everyone comes in, you know, you, you maybe become materialistic or you start, you know, and the next thing you know, right, you're in a miserable place. Right. The, the, the joy, that's why this idea of joy across a, a period of time, right? That's how you, that's how you, we, joy comes from the events and the things that we place the joy in. And if you have, if you're putting your, your, if you're, if your, your hope is in uh, something that is not reliable and stable, then it won't come to fruition. It will, it will it'll be, it'll be situational. It'll be temporary. And so joy in the context of what the passage that, you know, from Romans that Robin was reading, that joy is not a temporary, you know, joy. That is a joy that is with you in the good times and the bad. It's the joy that is with you whenever you are, uh, whatever you're going through. And, and that's what I think is different about, you know, when we talk about joy, it's, it's not just, it's just not a two dimensional, you know, joy, sadness thing. It's a three dimensional thing because it's, it, it, it spans across time. It spans across situations and events. It spans across, uh, you know, even life. I mean, think about it, you know, with it from an eternal perspective, you know, so, uh, joy in my mind is, uh, the joy that Paul talks about is a different joy than what a, than a non-Christian would feel because it's sourcing from a different place. I got a great vision of when you were talking there. I have a great vision from the Lord who just said to me, remember taking food to Glenn. When you were taking food to Glenn, he was so happy to see somebody handing him something. And I just know in my heart how much happiness and joy you were feeling just handing him that food during the Christmas time. Do you remember that? Hold on. Give me a sec. I know. It's, it's, it's just pure joy. And just, you know, I, I sit here and think about it. When we go to, last night we were watching a show. It's a neat show. We happen to like it a lot as a family. And one of the things were happening was a, a good friend had passed away. And that good friend had a lot of funny stories about how unique he was. And isn't it something when we go to a, you know, a funeral or a wake or whatever, and we go there, we talk about those types of fun stories so that we can remember that, that joy that we had together in the time that we give each other here. And um, I just, I just know, I, I can feel it in your heart right now that that was something special for you. I remember helping you do that. And I go, this is going to be special for him. I know, I just, I felt the Lord has his hands on both of us that day. And when you, when you went there, I was so glad to hear when you came back, how happy he was to see that. And uh, I don't know, that's joy there. There's truth to that. And yeah, that he, uh, was, um, you know, and it is a situation, because we're talking about the source of our joy, you know, there's, you know, situations in life that, you know, no matter if you're a believer or not, um, you know, life happens and it's, you know, how, you know, the attitude we take, 
the actions we take or choose not to take, the attitude we have or choose not to have um, matters. Of course, that's always my, my stick. What can we do to always be better and keep looking toward that joy? Um, I love that we're all on because we each have a different angle that we focus on. Um, this is actually a really brilliant group. I just love you guys. Can I say that? I just love you guys. <laughs> this is really a brilliant group because Kevin, you are amazing at asking the deep questions. So are you, Robin. You're really good at um, asking those questions. And, um, I, you know, and then Mike always, he's great at just bringing in very specific, he's great at the stories and just bringing in specific real world examples, especially personal, you know, just everyday stuff, life, like we're living life. This is it. And um, Mike is really good at, at identifying those stories and how they relate and putting them all into place. And, and uh, he loves, he's really good at making people smile and finding the fun and all that. Yeah. So this is what a brilliant, and, and thank you, Michael, in the background, running tech support. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I don't know any of that stuff. Thank you, Michael. You're amazing. So, hey, uh, Ange. Yeah. I don't know if I should say this now, but I have a couple of points for us to think about because, um, you know, there will be, there are people, I mean, even right here who are hurting for different reasons, you know, and really suffering. And um, I got to tell you, I will share this example um, at some point. I can share it now or later um, of being in the very depth of depression, despair, and wanting to end it all, even with, you know, the spirit of Christ in me, you know, and that noise in my head telling me you are no good and you are unloved and all those lies, right? So there's um, people out there who are suicidal and there's people out there who are depressed and and I can't remember, I can't remember what you said, but it triggered that idea in me, you know, um, like, and help me out everyone here, because is it, is it in the Bible, is it scripturally truth that um, joy is a choice? Because I've been in a situation where the darkness just clouded, clouded that light completely from me and it's a real scary scary place and um you know i'm saying here and right now that you know that verse that i shared i don't there were many 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 times that i considered myself suffering and hurt and devastated where i did not did not consider it all joy i didn't you know, I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you, Robin. I mean, it's oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it certainly is a choice. I mean, uh, it ultimately, it ultimately is a choice. I mean, yeah. you know, and I, you know, we spent, we spent the good uh, half of her birthday morning uh, talking about this, you know, going over this idea that, that really ultimately, 
you know, we have, we, have, we, right. We control our mind, right. It's huh? not the devil controls our mind. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he, he certainly plants lies in there. He certainly can he put can manipulate. in there. He can, he can, but my friend Monica, she, she says, she, she, she says something that I refer to constantly and the devil is a one trick pony. The devil is a trick pony. He has one trick and he does it really well, but he has only one trick and that is to, ah. to tell lies. And, and, if, and if you can, if you can catch him, if you can catch him in the act, you can, you can, you can keep him at bay. And, in that moment, in that moment, and you can choose, you can say, I choose, I choose to believe in God. Mm-hmm. I choose to believe the truth of what the Bible says about myself. Mm-hmm. I can choose to believe that these are lies and that I'm not going to be deceived. And, uh, and it is a choice. I mean, it is straight up. Um, at least that's what I, as I've been growing, you know, I mean, I, admittedly, I have been really struggling for a few months now, um, really trying to wrestle with this, this very idea. And, uh, uh, that's my conclusion, right? That's kind of what Angie was saying to me on her birthday. Same thing is, is that, is that it is a choice. Uh, and, uh, and God's there that God's there to tell you the truth. The devil's there to tell you the lie. You get a choice of what you, which, which one you want to believe. James says, chapter one, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, when you face many uh, trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces key word here, perseverance, right? Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking in anything. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault. Okay. He gives generously to all without finding fault. Right. There's no problem. One of the things, Robin, that I struggle with is I, I, you know, I go back in time and I look and I say, well, I, you know, I made bad choices or I made bad decisions because I lacked an understanding. I lacked wisdom. I lacked skills that, you know, the skills that were necessary to handle the situation in, in a better way. Right. And I beat myself up over that, you know, but James, you know, he says that if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault. And it will be given to you. So when you have those times of struggle, when you have those those points in time when you're, you're feeling the negative thoughts, you're feeling the negative emotions, when you're doubting yourself, just remember God is there. He's always there for us. And he, he does not fault you. He does not fault you for feeling that way. He does not fault you for not feeling the joy at that very moment in time. What he asks is that you turn to him and you ask him for help. You ask him for clarity. You ask him for opportunity to grow and he'll deliver. Very, very well said, Kevin. Amen. Does that help, Robin, at all? Yeah, it really touched me. Thank you, Kevin. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, Robin, I think you're freaking awesome. I, I really do. I mean, I okay. just, you are, you, I mean, from my point of view and knowing you, I mean, you are one of the sweetest, most lovable people I've ever met in my entire Thank life. You, Kevin. What about me? Well, you're pretty awesome wearing the green headphones. I gotta say yeah, that yeah. that does that does, it does <laughs> add something to. It. I'm number two. Oh, gosh. Oh. Well, 
I mean, okay. This is yeah, funny. that reminds me of Austin Powers. Number yeah, two. Austin Powers. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah, right. He was uh, uh, what was the guy's name that was number two? I can't. The actor's name I can't think of. But he was always number two, so he refers to him. I don't know. That's just funny. That just reminded me. Of him. <laughs> the mini. Oh well, no! Mini it wasn't mini. Or... It was. It was number two. His 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 his. Uh, his name was number two. His spy name was number two. <laughs> yeah. I admit I haven't seen it, but I know it's popular. Right. You'd like I'm game. I'm <laughs> game. Anytime I can laugh. Yep. What what did we let's let's wrap this up. So what are our what's our takeaways on joy? I think you gotta be careful what you what you what you put your faith in. Because when you put your faith in something that's something that's transitory, something that's not um, really there permanently, um, you're you're you you don't have a strong foundation. And when you don't have a strong foundation, then whatever joy that you're going to feel is going to be fleeting. And uh, uh, and so joy, in, with the way Paul talks about it, is in the context of time and. Uh, and again, it is a level of happiness, right? It's both, right? It's a pervasive, it's a pervasive mindset. It's a, it's a constant in the way that you deal with the world and the events that happen to you. That's, that's what I got out of the conversation is that, is that, is that joy is a choice. It is a response to something that happens. And it is also something that is predicated on what you value. Beautifully said. Amen. Amen. So if something's being said during this podcast that's really pulling at your heart right now and tugging at you right now, just say this little prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sin. You died for me. And thank you for coming into my life. You are my Lord and Savior. And by saying that prayer, you're bringing him that much closer to you and just saying, thank you for being there always with me, Lord. So I hope we've helped in some way. Jesus is always there for you. Just use that power. Thank you for listening to the God Focus Podcast. And if we've said something today that has helped, we do have two action steps you can do with our program. Number one is we have a prayer team. If you'd like us to pray for you, just email us at godfocusedpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com and we could put the prayer team on your situation. Secondly, if you have the financial means to help us, we are right now trying to improve the quality of the podcast with technology and editing. If there's any situations you can help with us, we have a custom program right now we're building for a custom membership and then we'll have membership packages down the road. Please email us at godfocusedpodcast at gmail.com and we can send you that information. Thank you for all your help and love through Jesus Christ and God bless you. Have a great week.